Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Today, it's music superstar Pink. The three-time Grammy winner opens up about motherhood and why her latest album is her most personal yet. Then, fresh off the Battle of the Bands, we'll meet the young men and women of BSU, marching to their own beat, plus the awards show moment that's gone viral and has everyone talking. It's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Hey, everybody, it's Tuesday, February 21st. And look who's here. Good morning. Our girl, Chanel. Can I be your substitute teacher? I like that you feel like it's afternoon because you've been up since 3 o'clock. I have. It's It's still the morning, but we're so happy you are here. Thank you. It's been a fun morning with Pink here. It's like... And fun energy here this morning. I love Pink yeah. so much yeah. because she's the, you know, first of all, she's been around since we were. She's around we're our age. We're the exact same age. I'm a year older than she is. How old are you? I'm 44. Okay, and she's 43? She's 43. And I'm 41. So, so we're all kind of in the same thing. Area. Same, eco- si- same ecosystem. I hate to tell you, but we're middle-aged. Are we? And she's like flying off the rafters and spinning around. And I know. She said, wait until you see her concert this time around. Like she said, she's just trying to do everything except like die. We, That's what she said. She's going to be here in a little bit. We're going to have an incredible conversation. But she said something in an interview with People Magazine that okay. had me sort of thinking, I want your take on it. She said that everybody told her when she was thinking about having kids, she was in this sort of precipice of her career. Mm. They said, if you have children right now, your career's over. Hmm. Well, you know how we feel about that. Yeah. But you know what I will say? When you haven't had kids yet and you're at the top of your game, she probably was a little nervous. Like, yeah. is this going to change things? Um, and people do tell you that in all sorts of lanes, Did right? You, when, you, when you were thinking about getting pregnant? I was worried. I was worried. And for us, it's, and, you know, obviously it's not pink. I'm not a singer. But you're putting yourself out there every single day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And there's nowhere to go. But I think I remember being nervous about having kids, right, and how that was going to work. And my mom said, especially with what you do, it's only going to add to your yeah, experiences. Totally. It's going to add. She said, you're already a beautiful quilt. She's like, "We're just, it's just going to add more to your quilt. And I remember saying, okay. You're and, already a beautiful quilt. It's <laughs> just, a, a, you know, a couple more, you know. Yeah. To add to the artistry. And it's interesting because Carson Daly this morning was saying that he thinks this is some of her best work. Yeah. So it goes to show it gets better. Well, it's real. You know what she, what she said? And it's so true. It's like people think of her as one thing. Mm. Like when you, when I, when, when I say pink, you think what? Well, originally it was the pink hair, yeah. you know, well, whatever. Tough. Yeah. But now I'm like, she's so strong. Yeah. So strong fit. and, yeah. and can, can, you know, be, do all these really brave things. And frankly, there's nothing more brave yeah. than having children, being and, vulnerable, you know? Yeah, and I think she trailblazed in many ways because now it's not even a thing. Think about it. For an artist to have a child, eventually yeah. they bring their kids. Sometimes they'll bring them on stage. You think of all the artists now who have children. Yeah. You know, Beyonce and J-Lo. I mean, it's not even but a thing. But at the same time, it's like 
I wonder if there's it's still sort of a thing behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, I'm sure it you is. You know, and that's yeah. and, and that's not a question that men get asked. No offense to our man true. fan, Mr. Yeah. Pape. We have a couple man fans out there. We'd like to shout out. I, no offense to you, <laughs> but it isn't a question I know that like Henry was thinking gets about. Asked. Well, hopefully it gets, continues to get better because totally. she's trailblazing for sure. Okay, yeah. um, Tia Mowry's son, she posted something that I think we can all relate to. Was this to. the Instagram post? Yep. I saw it. He, he's just not digging her latest look. Hashtag relatable. Okay. So, <laughs> so tell them what happened. Okay, she recently asked her 11-year-old son, Cree, how he felt about a look, a sexy look okay. she was wearing. Like, do you ever do things to embarrass your kids? Totally. Well, yes. But I, well, you think she was trying to embarrass the kids or she was just trying to look sexy? I actually think, because I follow her on Instagram, you probably do too, she wears really cute clothes. Yeah. Like, I like to see what she's wearing. So she might have been just doing another video and then he happened to be in the kitchen and yeah. she's like, hey, and he's like, no, mom. Well, do you, what, 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 do your kids ever comment on your look? Absolutely. Absolutely. And they're so protective of me. Like, I, it's funny, just yesterday, first of all, you won't see me wearing like a sports bra and leggings like me out neither. and about. But at the house, when I'm exercising at home, like, no one cares. Yeah. And so yesterday I was exercising. I'm like, okay. And I came out, my 12-year-old, Kaya, my 13-year-old was like, Mom, what, what, did you, are you not going, you're not going anywhere? I'm like, no, relax. And what if I was? But that's like a protective boy thing, it's right? protective. See, I, Hal, my, who's, who's three, I don't. I'm like so obsessed because he can't, he's first of all, like the perfect man. Yes. yes. I mean, I made him, but he's the perfect man. <laughs> okay. And you see why there's that Freudian thing? Cause he'll be like, oh, I love your outfit, mama. And I'm always like, you do? Like, and then Mila comes in. No, yeah. no I'm just kidding. Well, I don't dress. I feel like we both are kind of conservative, yeah, you know, but, um, it is sort of hilarious. You know, what's funny is you should test them and play it for everybody tomorrow. You should just like walk in. So do you think Mila would say anything to you if you just came out? If like, I wore that outfit? No, just come out in the house, a bathing suit and some heels. Would yes. Your, would your child tell you? Yes. Would yours? Yes. I have to go to Philadelphia. Otherwise I would totally test them. <laughs> I would totally test them. I would wake her up in the middle of the night just to get the reaction. How do I look? Maybe you do it. I should try it. Well, you I, do I it? could already tell you what would happen. No, because then I'd have to show you guys my, in a baby. I'd have to be in a baby. First suit. of all, are you still eating clean in 2023? Well, so remember the whole year <laughs> for so, years, Chanel's like, no, I've got a new motto. No, she's right. It was it started in eat 2018. clean in 2018, and yeah. then it was eat clean in 2019, and then we got to and 2020, like, and it was like, eat plenty in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it now? Oh, they've teased me about it. I can't even. It's 23 is brought to you by the letter P. That's my, I know. Everybody what does P stand P for? P is like all the good things. Patience. Peace. Peace. Think of another one. Peas. What? Like green peas. Yes, like all the positive things, but nobody positive. likes my theme this year. Because last year it was watch what I'm going to do in 22. <laughs> so oh, I've missed 20. I've missed everything since Eat Clean. Yes. Yeah, but I'm glad working. to know. Um, okay, the BAFTA awards were handed out on Sunday night. They're basically the British equivalent of the Oscars. Okay. There was one headline that kind of is going viral, and it was a rap performance by Ariana DeBose, okay? It included okay. a shout-out to all the female actors that were nominated. Okay. Oh, I So, think, wait, what was the response? Well, I think some of some people were like, wow, because if you notice some of the deadpan faces... That's embar- That's hard. Well, and by the way, how many times... I mean, it's happened to me. I believe it will happen in my future, too. <laughs> when you give a speech... And you just don't get a response. And people are like... And are their awards, are they a little more subdued than yeah, maybe? It's the UK. Yeah, yeah. People there like to drink tea uh, and hang out. Uh, I sort of think if you get up there and perform, 
and like, you know, give it your all. Yes, go for don't it. Don't clap for her. I think so too. And I think sometimes it may not resonate with people in the room, but at home, you need it. It's hard to host a show and everybody, I feel like you go for it. You go for it. Okay. Yeah, that's what I um, say. I'm sorry you lost your eyelash. I literally had I a didn't tell you. Off. Why didn't you Dave, tell me? Because I just thought, let's get through the There's chat. There's so many times where like, I'll laugh. And then Davey called it out. I'm Thank like, you, Let's Dave. stay pre I disagree. I said, let's do it at really? commercial break. I that's saw another your thing. When I go home, I rip my lashes off I and it's my kids. Oh, me too. Pet. For, a, for a, when Mila was little, she collected my fake eyelashes, like she, as if they were bugs. And would she put them on? Oh, no, she would just put them in a box. <laughs> She'd find them around the house. I was like, wow, I'm really creating. Well, here's some. the thing. How long is the commercial break? Like two minutes? You have time. If so somebody we'll see, can come can up and on. fix her eyelash. Oh, I can do it like a contact. I don't even need anything. Oh, you do it yourself? Oh, yeah. I just. You put on your own like eyelashes? When you go out, you don't do your own lashes? No, I just put on mascara. I'm not okay, good at makeup. Fine. All, All right. right. <laughs> so I'm going to do that during the break. Up next, one of the coolest superstars ever. Seriously, she's just brought her energy to the studio today. The one and only Pink. We're going to talk to her about her new album, how motherhood has changed her life, and her new music right after this. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. The City Music Series on today is proudly presented to you by City. The studio has been buzzing all morning long because we have had one of the biggest music stars and coolest moms on the planet <laughs> hanging out with us today. Pink is a crazy talented three-time Grammy winner who has sold more than 60 million albums. And earlier I sat down with the superstar to talk all about her new album, Trustfall, and so much more. Good morning. Good We're morning. so happy you've been here all morning. Just so you say trustfall is what you do every morning when you get out of bed. I think so. Yeah. Well, I think we all do. Are, is it hard for you to trust or is, are you pretty trusting by nature? I didn't used to be, but I am now because I know that whatever comes at me, I can handle. That's so amazing. It's like stronger with age and stronger yeah. with experience. Yeah. And I think there's strength and vulnerability too. I think some people... I think we mistakenly think that vulnerability is weakness and it's actually, it's actually, if you have, if you know your power, then you can be vulnerable. Yeah, it's very true. Um, I read somewhere that when you were thinking about having kids, <laughs> some of the advisors said to you, no, you can't do that. Yeah. You could ruin your career. Yeah. And what, like, how did you just decide to do what was best for you? Well, I, I had been doing this for a really long time. Yeah. It felt like I've had a record deal since I was 16 and I was 30 and, and, and I just wanted, I wanted 
completion. And for me, that meant I wanted a family. I really mm -hmm. wanted to have a family and people to walk through this world with. And it's for me, it's not for everybody, but mm -hmm. for me, it's the best, easily the best decision I've ever made. Mm -hmm. And, and you said that's when your career really started, once you had kids, because it in some I think ways so. I think people are surprised when you don't just want fame and fortune. Yeah, totally. Um, and I also think that people think I'm a man-eating crazy person. <laughs> um, so when I Why showed that I could breastfeed a, a child, they were like, oh, no, maybe she doesn't eat humans. <laughs> so, well, I mean, that's, so, by the way... <laughs> What a strange and sort of interesting comment that you feel like people think you're a certain way when really you're you're a million different things. Yeah, I think we all check a lot of boxes. I can be scary, but I'm most of the time just like a cuddly <laughs> dork roller skating in my kitchen making sourdough or chaperoning middle school dances, which is what I do now. I signed so many dollars for little boys. Wait. One boy walked up to me and was like, can I have a hug? I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. You I'm threw a, a boundary. You threw a boundary right down. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, you. So, what is the middle school da dance scene like? I'm not quite there it's yet. It's kind of awesome. Is your, it? Your daughter's nine. She's nine. Yeah. So I'm close. You're, you're so close. Oh, <laughs> they're so cute and awkward, and they smell bad, <laughs> and they're just as awkward as we ever do were. Do they dance like that? They do you remember the seventh they grade do. dance? They dance yeah. like this. Yeah. I had to convince a boy that it was going to be okay if he asked my daughter to dance. <laughs> Like, everyone's like, do you worry about her? I'm like, no, I worry about the other one. <laughs> um, it's so fun. It's, they're so just, they, they just, they don't know how to be. Yeah. They're like the rest of us. It's <laughs> really cute. I was pleasantly surprised because I was like, they're all going to be punks and they're all going to be on their phones. <laughs> and they weren't, they were all dressed up. Present. It was really how sweet. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. We were talking about your talented daughter, Willow. And the reason I let her sing with me and come on stage and do things like that is because she's not really affected by any of it. She doesn't know what cool is. She doesn't care. She doesn't think about stuff like that. <sighs> she's just like, okay, I'm going to go play now. I'm like, do you want to try it again? <laughs> you could have a second take. Like, nah. Are you a stage mom? No. Not really. I'm just like, whatever you want to do. You know, you've written before about the complicated relationship you had with your own mom. Yeah. Has becoming a mother changed any of any of that? You know, I think all relationships are complicated and I don't parent in spite of my mom. I my mom, there's so much goodness in that woman. I love her so much. She laughs. She is constantly laughing. I have learned that only that I love being a mom and that we should forgive others more easily. Mm. That's what I've learned. I love being a mom and I'm not perfect and I'm tough and I'm, <clears throat> none of us know what we're doing. We don't have any, any idea if anything we're doing is going to work out. It's like the biggest gamble of our lives. And what, you know, my mom and I are very, very close now. And I, that has taught me actually more than being a mom. It's just our relationship has taught me that love is a lifetime of just coming back to the table, that nothing is irretrievable. Nothing is unredeemable. I really, really believe that. Oh, okay. Um, I thought I was going to stop crying after you were done performing. I'm so ready to cry at all times. Like, if you want to cry, let's this do this. This album is so personal. We talked, <clears throat> you lost your dad in yeah. uh, 2021. Yep. And this song that you performed for him earlier this morning when I get there. That I ruined by crying. <laughs> get it together. Get it together. What, what is it? What do you think he would think of it? I think he would love it. 
I remember playing him, Dear Mr. President, and, you know, my dad was a political dude. He was he was a Vietnam vet. He was very patriotic. And, uh, you know, I played him certain songs before they came out out of respect. And I played that for him. And he said, you know, that's why we fight. Mm. We fight for your freedom to say what you want to say. And I don't agree with you, but I'm very, very proud of you. And I was like, all right, man, thanks. Let's go have a beer. <laughs> I mean, don't you wish that there could be more conversations around kitchen tables like that in I our do. country? I do. I wish we were at this. I wish we could all just sit down at the table and there was no like, I'm out of here. Yeah. I wish we could all sit down together. Absolutely. Well, we can't wait to see you back on tour. There's, Me too. There's going to be some, some up in the air wildness. Always. Why not? That's my thing. People are like, why don't you just stay on the stage and lip sync? Because <laughs> you're pink. Because you're pink. Well, you're dumb. You fly. I'm like, yeah, but you would if you could. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much. Thank you. What a great interview. Isn't she awesome? Mm-hmm. And Pink's new album is out now. It's beautiful. And so are tickets to see her live at Summer Carnival 2023. Tickets for her Trust Fall Tour go on sale this Friday. So good. She's great. All right, up next, we will be feeling the music with one of the best college marching bands in the country right after this. As we celebrate Black Heritage, we are taking a look at the famous marching bands at historically black colleges and universities, and they certainly represent the heart and soul of a lot of these colleges. This past weekend, the best of the best performed at the Honda Battle of the Bands at Alabama State. And for one band director, it's the accumulation of a lifetime of work. Take a look. From Petersburg, Virginia, it's the Trojan Explosion. That's the moment Virginia State University's Trojan explosion found out they were headed to Honda Battle of the Bands. It's the school's first appearance since 2012 and the first time this current group of students will make the trip. This is a huge deal. This is the biggest battle of the bands that ever existed. It's a lot of hard work um, coming together, an indescribable feeling, really. For decades, on campuses of historically black colleges and universities, bands have been the heartbeat of the school. Everybody comes to the HBCU for the band. Like, I'm sorry, but at the football games, like... Most of our people come for the band. <laughs> like, that's just, that's just how it is. Bands put HBCUs on the map. It's really a it's culture. It's a culture. The modern way of performing dates back to 1946, when Florida A&M University band director William Foster began incorporating dance moves and up-tempo jazz. And nearly 80 years later, college and university bands are celebrated on platforms beyond campuses. Perhaps most famously, during Beyonce's 2018 Coachella performance. As band culture visibility continues to rise, so do the stakes at Battle of the Bands. Everybody that gets into this competition is the best of the best. About 50 HBCUs around the country apply, but only six are selected to perform. VSU's Trojan Explosion is one of them. The band is directed by Taylor Whitehead. Five, six, seven, eight. We're the soundtrack of the university. When students go to class, they hear the the drums outside sometimes playing. We are the biggest ambassadors for the university. Here we go. Mr. Whitehead's admiration for college bands dates back to his own childhood. Virginia State actually was the first band that I ever saw in my life. 
I was probably about five years old. And I can remember seeing the band march into the stadium and just seeing the electricity of the high marching, the sound of the drums, everyone cheering for him. And that stayed in my mind forever. Mr. Whitehead would return to VSU as a student. And it was then he realized the impact of not just the band, but the band director when he studied under the legendary Mr. Houghton. Taylor was one of the better students, I've, one of the better finds I've ever had. Uh, he came here and uh, I told him, so one day, you're going to be good at this, but you have to work at it. And I've been very proud of Taylor. Much like Mr. Houghton's influence on him, Mr. Whitehead's influence on his students goes beyond music. So many of the students, many of them come from situations where they do not have father figures in their life. We are that parent away from home. I've seen them grow musically. I've seen them grow as individuals from a maturity standpoint. Mr. Whitehead is so committed to Virginia State University. He's so committed to the band, but most importantly, he's so committed to the young people who are in it. Mr. Whitehead to me is definitely somebody I definitely look up to. I wouldn't be in this band without him. He offered me a band scholarship, and that was one of the things that really pushed me and motivated me. As the battle of the bands approaches, Mr. Whitehead is implementing the same leadership he learned from his director. I am one proud kind of father-like figure for Taylor. He, they followed the things that I tried to emphasize, discipline and musicianship. Everybody got to be on their P's and Q's. Yes. Like, just top-tier performances, honestly. High quality. Every time. The Trojan Explosion's performance was an exhilarating return to the big stage. And the band had a blast carrying on the legacy of those who came before, making Mr. Whitehead proud. The biggest thing I want them to learn is just life skills. I want them to be able to walk out of here and be able to survive in any setting, whether it's another academic setting, a job setting, military, or whatever. I want them to be fully prepared, and band does that. The greatest part is, I always say, I like to see them march in a band, but be able to march across the stage and go be, um, make an impact in society. Can I clap for you? Yes, that was so good. That was good. We'll be back right after this. Okay, it's Fat Tuesday, which means we're allowed to indulge a little more than usual today. Yes, the Mardi Gras celebrations are in full swing down in New Orleans. That's where you'll find Mason Hereford, the chef behind the restaurant's Turkey and the Wolf and Hungry Eyes. By the way, I've been to Turkey and the Wolf. What? Delish. So good. Oh, thank Delish. you. Delish. Okay, we're making gumbo because, yeah. of course. Mm. Yeah, it's Mardi Gras, so on special occasions, we'll make a gumbo with duck instead of chicken, and okay. that's what we are going to do today. Ooh, okay. But first, a champagne toast. Oh, okay. Oh. Because it is Mardi Gras, and oh. this is the hour at sure. which we begin, we, we begin to drink. Really? On this, this early day. In the morning? Oh, even earlier than this. <laughs> oh, is that late? a.m.? No, no, more like 841. 841. We're late. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. I was trying to keep it dry today, but oh well. I know. Well, this doesn't really count. Okay. How do we do it? Oh, whoa. Well. Oh, sorry. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Okay. Wow. So let's get the gumbo started. Let's do it. Now that I'm in Mardi Gras shape, yeah. uh, the first thing we're going to do is we've got a duck cut into eight pieces. We're gonna you talk. ask the butcher to do that. I, exactly. Have you, you ever cooked have duck? It. No. Really? We're not. Sh- let's just be clear. We don't cook yeah, fancy no. things. Right. So you ask the butcher to prepare this. Exactly. Okay. Um, then what? <laughs> then what? We're yeah. going to toss it in garlic powder, cayenne, and a little bit of flour to get it seared off. Here, you, I'll come over here yeah, so yeah. you can do that. Yeah. Okay. So All right. you want to put your spices in there first. I'll just do a couple pieces okay, just because. Yeah. Just for a little bit of garlic powder. Garlic powder. Okay. 
and then a little bit of cayenne. Do you season it differently than you would if you were cooking with something else, like chicken or whatever? Or, is or you would just substitute it? Uh, no, for chicken, the substitute would be exactly the same. Exactly the same. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we just want to make sure a little bit of that gets tossed around. Okay. Looks great. Okay. A little bit of flour. Okay. And you, so basically, you could do this all at once, okay. and you'll know it's ready to go when all the flour is sticking to the duck. Okay. So you just and, rotate uh, it around. Yeah, rotate around, toss it. Uh, if I was feeling extra messy, I'd put, put it all in there. I'd use my hands. Just get in there, of But I'm on TV. Yeah. So, uh, and you have a nice shirt. you got to keep it on. Okay, this so is literally my nicest shirt. So. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> to, uh, to stain it now would be a travesty. <laughs> okay. So into the oil we go okay. for a golden brown. Okay. Oh, what kind of oil are you using? using? So we'll play like that's going. All right, that's going. So what you're going to do is you're going to get that all totally cooked, take it out of the pan and reserve it. Okay. So many people talk about the roux. Like they feel like yeah. that's where the it's The roux is key. the most important what thing. And the, the darker the roux, the more deep your flavor is going to be. Okay. And so what we got to do is we've got hot oil. Okay. We're going to go in in about three batches. It's generally equal parts oil and flour. Okay. So you can see it's starting to sizzle a little. Oil and flour. I make my roux on super high heat. And I try to get it done so in you have to be, 10 to 20 minutes. You obviously stir the entire time. Yeah, right? so you don't ever stop stirring. I usually use a bigger whisk, no big deal. Um, <laughs> so how does it get the color? I'm confused. You, you just keep going, you blast it, and okay. it'll slowly get darker and darker. Okay. But uh, as I'm adding, I'm trying to get incorporated. Okay. So yeah, For, that's all this in there. This is like the holy trinity, right? So we've got Over like here? a minute left. So talk about the veggies. What do you <laughs> all right. There to the pot? So to stop your roux from cooking, once you get it all the way dark, the darkest you can possibly imagine it, one shade before totally black, like okay. a very rich brown. Yeah, we right. see you it. You right throw there. your vegetables in there to stop the roux from cooking, oh. and they're going to caramelize in that roux really quickly. Okay. Um, and what's going to happen is that's going to add a ton of flavor to your gumbo. Aren't they, like, what's the Holy Trinity? It's these, So the right? Holy Trinity in New Orleans and in Louisiana is going to be onion, green bell pepper, and celery. Okay, so okay. that's what you poured in so there. So you cook that till it's soft, and then we add all this stuff in there. So we're going to add the duck in there and three quarts of chicken stock. Is the duck totally cooked or just seared on the outside? Right it's now seared. it's just seared, and yeah. what we're going to do is add three quarts of chicken stock, gonna and we're going to cook it until it's just almost mm. tender. And then we're gonna add our andouille towards the end and cook it for another hour. I like an andouille. Until it's all the way cooked through. And that's also when we add our garlic and our bay leaf and everything's in there. And then what about the sausage? That's the andouille. So yeah, the andouille oh, is a smoked sausage. Yeah, sorry, sorry, native chewing. to Louisiana. So you cook the duck for a while, and then you cook the andouille. And what oh you wanna God. do is have all the flavor from mm. the andouille come out without cooking it so far that it falls apart. And then oh we serve gosh. it. It's well, always nice. better the next day, so sorry we didn't have time for that. This no, but. this is amazing. amazing. Oh, good. And spicy. Is it spicy? Mm -hmm. I just had a spice. Oh, uh -oh. that is Did you good. have a spice uh -oh. hit? Mm, I love it. Okay, Woo. good. Woo. I love it, too, but... So a scoop of rice, a little bit of scallions. What makes mm. it so spicy? Uh, that would be the cayenne yeah. and maybe the hot sauce. I don't know, but this it's This is good. amazing. Like, yeah. This is the second time I've put too much spice on somebody. No, it's so no, good. You know what? Are you I appreciated me? too much spice. Do I say happy Mardi Gras? What do I say? You say happy Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras. Happy, happy Mardi, Mardi, Mardi Gras. Gras. Thank you guys for having me. I love it here. If you want to get this recipe, it is good. It is worth it. Go to today.com slash food. You got to come back. Coming up uh, next, we didn't eat the king cake. We forgot the baby. Oh, shoot. shoot. Where's I know. the king cake? We'll eat that king cake later. Hey, come <laughs> check out our new restaurant, Hungry Eyes, in New Orleans. Oh, yes. There. Okay. Worth it. Coming up next, if you've been streaking along with me and my book club, we've got Mame author Jessica George. I can't wait to talk with her right after this. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs. 
containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Back now with the debut novel Jenna's Book Club can't get enough of. It's called Mommy by Jessica George. Yeah, Jessica traveled across the pond to be with us today. But before we chat with her, let's take a look inside this beautiful book. All her life, she's been the responsible one, the caregiver, or as her family knows her, Mommy. But now Maddie Wright just wants to be herself. Jessica George's debut novel follows the journey of a 25-year-old British Ghanaian woman forced to grow up too quickly. She lives with her father, caring for him as he battles Parkinson's. But a chance for Maddie to move out and embrace young adulthood is complicated by developments at home. Mame is the story of the bonds of family, the power of friendship, and most importantly, the beauty of growing through grief. Jessica, I'm so happy to meet you in person. Uh, and can we just say hello to all of our readers on our Zoom wall? Oh, Thank are. you for <laughs> joining, joining us. And we're going to get to their questions in a second. But I know, because I've gotten to speak with you, that this book is loosely based on some of your own experiences. Yes. Tell me mm-hmm. how you drew on your own life to write this incredible novel. Yes. So I started in 2020 when I lost my own father to complications with Parkinson's disease. And Mame started off as diary entries, just as a way for me to kind of come to grips with what was happening around me and how I was feeling and how I was processing things. And I kind of left it for a while, returned when I saw it on my recents. And as I was reading through all the emotion, Maddie kind of came to my head and it started from there. Oh, it's wow. awesome. And, and I love in the acknowledgments you dedicate it to your dad. Yes. yes. You say um, about this for your dad. You said this book is for days when my memory could use an extra bit of help. Mm. If your dad were here, what do you think he would think about all of this? Oh, oh no. (laughs) I'm like, this might be the first of multiple. We're going to be together a long time today. (laughs) I know he'd be really proud. He's always been been proud of me. We're, We're the readers of the family, the introverts of the family. So I think using such a cathartic experience in um, putting into a book, I think he'd be very proud. What does mame mean? So in Twi, which is a Ghanaian dialect, it means to be a woman or a mother. Mm. And so writing about it, I look at that in terms of being a mother or woman before your time. Mm. I was so captivated by the span of emotions that you were able to, to write in this novel. There was like one moment where I was laughing and I think the humor comes from the fact that Maddie, you know, wants to grow up and she has this new Maddie list, yeah. this list of rules. Where, where did those come from? I think 
Many times in my life, I've just wanted to try being the new Jess. I think it's very New Year's resolution feel. Totally. I think every year you just try and be be someone new. And I just have so many lists. So, um, I love it. Chanel always has a motto. Hers used to be eat clean in the 19th. In 2018, I ran out of teens, so I stopped. Uh, okay, so we have some viewer questions. First up, we have Tracy from Meville, Pennsylvania. Hi, Jessica. It's nice to meet you. Um, I wanted to let you know how much I love the book. And I um, wanted to know what was the hardest scene for you to have to write? Oh, there's quite oh, a there's few. I think... Can I do spoilers? I think you can... Do... This is a spoiler alert. Yeah, so okay. just okay. for anybody... Yes, yeah. go ahead. So when Maddie's father passed, because the instances surrounding that moment were quite reflective of how... I found out when I lost my dad. Mm. Yeah. Um, can we just mention for any of those viewers out here that dream, you have written your whole life. Yes. You wrote yeah. five other books. Yes. That's your, good to know. Your first <laughs> debut book where you drew on your own heart, your mm. own personal experiences. New York Times bestseller. <laughs> um, we're going to be working on it for a television show. You're going to be adapting yes. it. Yes. That's you. That's something I'm Congratulations. so excited Thank about. Um, so I just want to make sure everybody knows that they should keep on dreaming. Mm. Yeah. Why do you feel like um, once you drew on your own heart, you were able to get the success? I think it's also down to the style it's very conversational mm-hmm. um a lot of times I hear oh Maddie's like talking to a friend totally. and it's kind of the the voice I, I kind of talk to myself with in my head and I think it's a lot of trial and error trying to find what's most comfortable when you're writing and that's just the and style you for found me it. yeah you found, it. <laughs> found it okay Jessica will be joining me we have a late night tonight tonight for a special virtual event starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an evening of conversation and connection. Please join us. Scan that QR code right by Chanel to get tickets or head to today.com slash read with Jeanette. It'll be a really interesting night. Such a good conversation. Thank you. We'll be right back after this. All right, y'all, that's us for us today. Catch the latest episode of HOTUS Podcast, Making Space. She sits down with Rosie Perez. Scan that QR code. Nice. Tomorrow, Jonathan Majors. Okay, y'all, it's Tuesday. We'll see you on Wednesday, and Jonathan Majors will be here. Hello. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better, too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.